Welcome everyone to Tupacast episode 12. Tonight, me and my buddies are going to talk about Star Wars, The Force Awakens. Uh, but first up, Mark, how are you doing? I'm doing good, Chris. How are you? Oh man, I'm I'm excited. Uh, I was going to say real quick, I'm sorry to, uh, to break this up, but uh, for the listeners, uh, I know it's been a while since we've recorded, but it's not because we didn't want to or we were lazy. It's just uh, scheduling uh kind of yeah yeah so it's uh you know there's three of us and we got uh family obligations jobs and whatnot and there's only certain days that we can record and if something comes up it's no biggie uh so that's that's why there's a uh a bit of a break sometimes so uh anyway sorry kevin how are you i'm good how are you doing (laughs) (laughs) i I think it'd be more fun if we were like we told everybody we had a big falling out yeah, and then this is our reunion tour. Oh, we're we're making up. Well, the biggest yep. problem that we had is that Chris, you wanted yep. to go to the dark side. Mark wanted to go to the light side. <laughs> yeah, it is. And I'm all it about is. the droids. So yeah, <laughs> I, I will. I will say the uh, in in Star Wars, the bad guys definitely look the coolest. They are the coolest. <laughs> always. <laughs> but cool is not cool. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got you, man. <laughs> I watched uh, I watched it again last night and I actually took a bunch of notes this time. Um, I figured what we could do is each of us could just kind of give us give a broad um, just a broad uh, description of of what you think of it, what you uh, what you're expecting, what you didn't expect, and then we could just start at the beginning and work our way through it and okay. get into like the little details. So how does that sound? That, that sounds great. beautiful. All right, why don't you uh, why don't you start us off, Mark? Okay, so. Back in 1977, no, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> I'll, I'll just put it in a nutshell, okay? I loved Star Wars when I was growing up. Just adored it. It was like my number one movie series, period. And then in the mid-90s when they did the revamp, like the special editions or whatever, I ate it up. I, sure. I totally ate it up. I was buying new toys then. Uh, you know, just loved it. And then the prequels came out, and that's right when I got married. And so I was very, I was still excited about the prequels, but it's like after the new wore off on them, like within the first three or four months after I saw Phantom Menace say, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like I realized Jar Jar was like totally irritating, you know? Just, <laughs> yeah. But, but then I found the Ewoks from Return of the Jedi irritating too. So Aww. anyway, so it didn't take long before I was kind of like, I'm not even going to watch the prequels at all. I'm just an original trilogy fanboy. All right. Okay. And I didn't ever actually I I decided I decided to rewatch them all, you know, before episode 7 came out. And I had actually not even bought episode 1 and episode 2 on DVD. That's how oh, wow. that's how long in advance since I had seen either one of them. I had VHS copies that I gave away a long time ago. Yeah. So, I watched, you know, I rewatched them all and I watched them in that special order you're supposed to do where you watch episode 4, then 5, then 1, 2, 3, and then 6. But that's what they say is the best way to do it. Okay, you know, sure. You know, okay. And w- watching it all again, I was like, man, the prequels are just not good. They're not good movies. Mm-hmm. They're boring. They're slow. <laughs> yeah. And there's some cool stuff. There's some neat visuals and things. 
but that's not enough to make it feel like Star Wars, right? So I was so hyped up when with the trailers and everything for Episode 7 that I remembered, you know, like what Episode 1's trailer was like and the other ones as well and how I was all excited about going to see uh, Attack of the Clones and all that. So I was, I mean, I was kind of like trying to temper my expectations, but everything I saw in the trailer really just hit the right notes for me. Okay. Okay. Cool. So I went, I, it, I loved it. Just was thrilled to see it. I got to see it with my boys, both of the kids and my uh, daughter-in-law, my wife. We went to saw it at a, at the IMAX theater. That's the nearest IMAX. Well, not the nearest IMAX, but uh, it's one of the few non 3d IMAX theaters in the country. And so it was packed full of people. Oh, wow. Everybody, there was people who were dressed up. You know, there was a bunch of kids running around looking like stormtroopers, what have you. So it was really cool. And just being there, that was it was super special. I mean, it was just, it felt like the old the old ones again. Okay. And I, I, I understand that that was the exact thing they were trying to do. <laughs> right. I mean, reading the criticisms afterwards was like, it, they say, well, you know, it, it's literally the plot to episode four over again. Yeah. Uh, but to me, I'm like, you know what? I don't mind the slavish devotion to the original trilogy because I was the guy they needed to convince to get back into Star Wars. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Because I didn't like the prequels. So I was the one who needed to get, I just wouldn't let myself buy into the hype, but man, I'm hyped out now for sure. I thought it was great. I loved it. The special effects were mind blowing. The story beats were great. Uh, rewatched it again like a week ago. It had the same effect on me. I mean, I, I had tears in my eyes at the end. Just I'm so ready for episode eight. That's my in a nutshell review was that it wasn't perfect, but it totally got me back into hype about Star Wars, which I'm sure that was what Disney wanted to do. But it's like it kind of made up for the sins of the prequels, I think, in a lot of ways. So that's my way too long. (laughs) No, no, not at all. (laughs) (laughs) Go Go ahead, Kevin. Oh, well, I I. I was so excited to find out that there were movies that came out before The Force Awakens. Um, <laughs> what? It was such a good movie. And uh, so, now, in 1977, my dad took us to see the original Star Wars. Um, nice. It was mm-hmm. great. I was I was sucked in as a little kid. What scared me first, uh, it was seeing that 20th Century Fox logo at that size on a screen. Because I think it was my second film, and the first one I ever saw was Bambi. And then uh, at age like five, I think, and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden at seven, you get the rumbling of the theater and the drum roll, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> dead silence, and then a blue thing comes up on a galaxy fart, fart away, long ago in a galaxy <laughs> far, far away. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> and I think I, oh, at that age, I probably crapped the chair. And just, it was loud and it was awesome. And so I got to do that three times all the way up until, you know, Return of the Jedi. And it was nice and quiet for a while. And then the excitement came for the originals, one, two, and, well, not the originals, but one, two, and three. And they came out and I'm just like, just like uh, Mark, I was disgusted. And I was like, this is ridiculous. Just everything is ruined. And I wanted nothing to do with Star Wars after that. Just nothing. Right. Yeah. Everybody was into it. Everybody was 
like watching it and loving it and everybody had a piece of star wars and to me star wars seemed like it was mine when i was a kid it belonged to me it was my little you know realm some of my friends were into it but you know i was really into it and then the older i got everybody was into it and uh it it got taken away from me so then this movie came out so my good buddy phil gracious enough to take me to one of those uh, XD theaters with the leather recliners and oh nice oh it was nice yeah, really fly, nice. Man. huge screen great sound um he had seen it once already and he, he took me which was really sweet of him so we sat there and we watched it and there was no 20th century fox logo and that bothered me just this yeah. lucas arts thing thank god there wasn't any when you wish upon a star and you know here comes Tinkerbell, and she hits like the yeah. lightsaber. Bing! No, thank yeah, I was wondering about that, too, when I saw it. Yeah, I'm what? so glad that never happened. Yeah. And then, so I'm sitting there. Now I'm in a XD theater, so there's rumbling in the seats and everything. And you, and you feel this, you know, it's coming. It's going. And all of a sudden. And all over again, I was thrown to the back of the theater. I did crap myself. I had to get cleaned up. They called the paramedics, and I'm like, get away. I can't see the screen. Sir, you don't know if you're going to make it. I'll be fine. And then it was great. Every ounce of the movie it was wonderful. There's a, I'll get into what I didn't like about it later and what I did like about it as we discuss more. But I was home again, just like Han Solo said. We're home again. And just the, the characters, the way that all the characters were played were beautiful. The way that everybody was who they were is beautiful. And yes, it was the same story as part part four, but yeah, I'm with you. It, it, it had to be done. It's a way of sweeping up the mess that was made by uh, a poor little man called Lucas who, who destroyed everything. You're right. Totally right. And that's that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so um, leading up to the movie, I knew it was coming out. I purposefully did not look at anything online, did not read anything. I only saw the trailer one time, mm-hmm. um, and I think it was the first trailer. I was under the impression they may have had uh, several different trailers, but I think I saw the first one. Um, the only thing I really knew about the movie was the toys because I started buying them because where I live, uh, they only they don't buy very many, so if you don't get them, you'll never see them again. So I kind of started, started getting them uh, pretty early. So I kind of knew, oh, there's going to be this guy and this guy, and uh, the stormtroopers looked freaking awesome. But I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know the hype. I didn't watch. We don't watch TV really, so I don't. I didn't see any interviews, nothing. So when we finally we went and saw it, I think the week after it came out, and uh, went. So I, it, it was awesome because I didn't know anything. I didn't know anything about the story. I didn't know. I knew Han was supposed to be in it. Um, I guess because of the trailer. But I didn't know how much. I didn't know if Leia was going to be in it or Luke or anything. So watching it, uh, just like you guys, it was awesome. I totally felt like a kid again, uh, like watching the originals. Um, I I don't really care for the uh, the prequels so much. I think the third one's okay. I think uh, I think it's really unfortunate, especially the third one. If they had built. Uh, the story of Anakin's fall a lot better throughout the movies, mm-hmm. um, then then it could have been something awesome. Um, I actually kind of like Hayden Christensen. I I think he was dealt a, a bad hand. I mean, I don't, he may not be the best 
actor. But I think with with somebody helping George Lucas, that stuff could have been awesome. Um, but there's a lot of problems with those. Anyway, uh, so so seeing uh, The Force Awakens, it was great. Uh, like you guys, I almost teared up a couple points. Um, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was funny. Now, the first time I saw it in the theater, when it was over, I was honestly sort of like, what the hell? This is uh, A New Hope. It's the same story. Like, why did they do that? Why is there a robot? Why is it the desert? Why is it the Death Star? This is like the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. And um, I get it that they, you know, and, and after, you know, hearing some other podcasts and other people, like, like you guys said, they had to pull people in. And I get it. I don't think they had to do that. But I'm not uh, like angry about it or whatever. Right. Now I've seen it twice since I saw it the first time. And each time I kind of like it more and that stuff doesn't bother me. Now that I've kind of gotten over that first viewing and it was kind of shocked. I was like, I mean, they did it again. Now the second, third time I'm like, man, this is just fun. I don't really care about, um, and I, and it makes kind of sense. They had a death star. Why wouldn't they have another one? You know, right. um, it, it, it works, but you know, years to build it, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but I love the humor. I think it's got a lot of humor, sort of like the uh, Luke and Han in the first one. This one's got humor with Finn and Ray and Finn and, and, and Han Solo. I think there's some super funny parts. Yeah. Uh, I, think the, I think the characters are great. But yeah, so, so honestly, the first time I saw it, I was kind of like shocked because it was so awesome. But at the same time, the story was like, oh, man interesting thing so i had my, my kids were with me and they watched it and they're like oh that's really cool and now it's like oh star wars yeah yeah that's cool but like when we were kids like you you know you didn't have so many options like yeah you watched whatever was on tv and whatever's at the movie theater and whatever you rented over and over and over but now uh it's it's different but anyway so um uh, i'm anxious to kind of get into it like i said i have lots of notes um <laughs> but uh i'll let you guys start we'll just start at the beginning of the movie and just kind of get into it, like uh, your likes, dislikes, what you, you know, what you thought. We'll just we'll just start with Mark if you want, and you just say uh, say sure. say a thing, and then we'll just kind of go around. That'll work. Sure. I'm looking up the first line. Okay. The first line in um, episode seven is, um, "This will begin to make it right," or something like that. Right. Okay. This will begin to make this things will make right. things right. Yeah, okay. and that's totally one hundred percent right. Okay. That was like, that should have been the first thing they did, right? I mean, it's just seeing it now; it makes perfect sense mm -hmm. because it's it is it's the first step towards making it right again, like to, like doing it over. I I don't know. The I thought the first scene was just absolutely perfect because the the pro one of the problem, and I, it's hard to not go back to the prequels and complain, but bear with me. I'm not. I promise I won't spend most of my time there. One of the problems that I had with the prequels was they would introduce a cool villain and immediately they die. Yeah, Paul yeah. dies in episode uh, one. Who's the one that dies in episode two? I can't remember. I mean, it's just you know, uh, let's see who uh, Count Dooku dies, General mm -hmm. Grievous die. You know, they, they there it, it should have been one villain throughout yeah. the whole trilogy. But anyway, so they had to go. They had to do something really cool to make Kylo Ren be an awesome bad guy you know that and darth vader comes in at the beginning of episode four and immediately you know he so, is just something's not so right. awesome i mean <laughs> right. right he walks in right. and takes charge Definitely. and so they had they did some they did that with kylo ren too he's totally terrifying and scary and when he when he makes that laser blast 
stop in midair. Oh, that's awesome. Like effortless, effortlessly. I was like, this dude is awesome. Even Darth <laughs> Vader never did that, right? Right, right. He's got powers and skills. Yeah, he's like, he's got telekinesis like crazy, <laughs> you know? He didn't force choke people. He could do anything. You know, mm-hmm. just, I mean, it was right. just, all that stuff was going on in my mind. Mm-hmm. And I thought they did a brilliant job of making him just appear like so awesomely cool and like terrifying and at being a, a valid antagonist in the first five minutes of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely, uh, really to, to, uh, to, to cut in real quick, the, um, Darth Vader, he was kind of like this tall imposing, almost regal kind of guy. He walked with like, he didn't really have to like kick butt. He was just like this powerful guy, mm-hmm. Ky- but Kylo Ren, I love how they make him walk. He's just like this, this guy that's just one, <laughs> just once he's got his, 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 his fists are clenched and he kind of walks a little bit hunched over yeah. uh, with like a, like a strong kind of gait. I mean, it's like he's, he wants to fight and, mm-hmm. and uh, like with he's his, angry all the yeah, time. It's awesome. I, I really like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He comes, the thing with um, Darth Vader is, especially at that time, you've never really seen something look like that. You know, there was yeah. there was cheesy sci-fi movies that came before it where they attempted that, but they were like motorcycle helmets or, uh, yeah. you know, bad World yeah. War One helmets that were just turned into sci-fi goodies. And now you have this, you know, over-the-head helmet, you know, like Lord Helmet from Spaceballs. And, <laughs> and it, it's... Yeah, and the helmet, I... I thought it was good. The voice was great. Oh, James Earl Jones? Come on. I was like, you have to do something cool with the voice because Darth Vader, of course, had a cool voice. Yeah. Right. And they did. He he sounded really intimidating with the voice and the, the, you know, the metallic kind of tinges with it. And it was similar enough to Darth Vader that it was, it was reminiscent, but it was in, it was its own thing as well. Well, it's kind of like the design of the, all of this stuff. And I mean, it was just like, it felt like a natural evolution of what had come before. Right. Uh, You know, like, like Chris was talking about the stormtroopers, they look like slightly more advanced stormtrooper suits. They're just streamlined a little bit. You know, it's like looking at a a Corvette from 30 years ago and looking at one. Now they both still look like a Corvette. It's just one of them has those sleeker lines and what have you. And to me, that was the, the the art design and all that. To be inspired by something and not seem derivative, but be like progressive with it, I thought that was just really nice. I right. mean, maybe Chris is the artist and he'll tell me something different. But. No, no, I totally agree. I think part of the, I think with the the prequels, they tried it, mm-hmm. and I think I think they were pretty pretty successful considering all the. Uh, costumes and spaceships my problem with the prequels is between the end of the prequels and luke skywalker is only like 25 years or something there's a big gap between what it looks like between Mm -hmm. number three and number four i think they could everything was like more technologically advanced (laughs) right right like everything's like whirling blades and all this this stuff like i think of the jedi starships right you know, they have like a docking thing for hyperspace and all these weird parts and bits on them. And I'm like, that's not even, they didn't have that in 30 years later. <laughs> you know, right. what you happened know, like, to all that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like the, the yeah. car I, the car I drive is 20 years old, you know? So yeah. it's yeah. like, it's, it's not like we've changed that much, you know, it's not like we got rid of all that stuff and have all new sure. stuff, you know, but sure, exactly. exactly. Um, yeah. That opening, uh, that opening battle was uh, pretty cool. That's probably, 
you know, when you when I first saw that, I'm like, man, this is like the most intense uh, yeah. action ever yeah. in a Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. It was very, very cool. Well, I was going to say, um, and you're talking about the first one, or you're talking about this last movie? Uh, this, the Force Awakens. Okay, with the Force Awakens, the 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 essence of the shadow of the ship that went over at the very first scene. Yeah. And and yeah. that's oh, right. what really just got me the most, the artisticness of it, because not only was it the shadow of the ship, but you could see slight detail to it, but not much. And just uh-huh. trying to, to fathom the size of what's flying over you there. That was just yeah. really cool. And, of course, the first shot from episode four was the Star Destroyers. Right. 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 I mean, it was the outer space battle. So, yeah, that was a great way to start it off. Oh, yeah, definitely. It was. One of and the... Uh, they really had me back on board in the first 10 minutes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. One of the uh, one of the neat things, uh, I was taking some notes this time, is that I saw four different um, sort of backstories or side stories that were mentioned but not resolved, um, which is it kind of makes you think, and I like that they didn't explain everything. So uh, the first mm-hmm. one is during that the opening scene when... Poe talks to that that older guy and gets the map. Yeah, um, like who's that guy? What's his story? You know, and they exactly. don't get into that. Yeah, so they don't. Nothing. And then um, is the he other a, is he a Kenobi? That's the that's what people are supposing is that he's like uh, one of the Kenobis. Oh really? There's yeah. another. What do you mean one of the Kenobis? Like like I don't know Obi Wan's brother or like uncle or something. I don't oh, know. Oh oh so, yeah. That's, you know Rick that. Kenobi. That's interesting. Yeah. The um, the the second uh, the second story that that you know it's like oh I, I want to know about that is how did um, how did Kylo Ren get Darth Vader's helmet like how did right. he get you know but yeah. they don't they don't tell you and I and I like that but it makes you think so 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 you go home and you're like well he could have done this he could have done this so it's it, that's really cool and then um, the third one is uh, um, well even uh. Luke's lightsaber, that that little uh, that little mm-hmm. lady thing. She says, you know, that's a story for another time. It's like, oh man, how does she get that lightsaber? And then, of course, the fourth one is C three PO's red arm, which he right. even he even says, oh, I bet you wonder how I got my arm. Like, yes, I do. Yep. <laughs> well, I think the C three PO's red arm is in a comic, one of the comics that is released. Oh, okay, since, okay. Since but I I don't know. I haven't read it. Um, but I I'm not sure if there those have been explored in some of the tie-ins like the books i did there was a did you guys read any of the the books or anything like that that came out around the time read no, any of that uh, <laughs> not me no, no yeah sorry <laughs> you're talking to the guy who read that uh, mazes and monsters book so, you know i mean to read a star wars book for the podcast oh if i have to <laughs> I think it's cool that they left some of those things unexplored. Did you notice that C-3PO had his golden arm back at the very end, the very final shot? No. Oh, that's right. That's he right. does. Yeah. I and I'm like, is that an that. error or was it fixed like during the big final you, you battle? Know, you know, I, I think I we'll think at one post. point he um, <laughs> I think he's talking to maybe BB-8 and he says, let's go get my arm fixed. Oh, does he? Do oh, that's right. But there's other people talking. But I'm pretty sure he says that. But it leaves it open to what happened in the first place. You know? Yeah, exactly. Um, one of the one of the things that's um, I don't know. It's I don't know. I'm not, I'm not gonna say I don't like it. But uh, the whole idea that Luke has hidden a map so that you could find him. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's fun, but it's like, why would you do that? And if you hid, uh, the, the remaining piece in R2 and he didn't, you know, come alive for Mm -hmm. however many years, wait, what if something happened to him? But wait, it's the other way around. He hid the little piece in the little BB-8 and then the big piece was in R2. Oh, true, true, true. That's right. Not, but, uh, yeah, what happened if R2 got destroyed? A piece of the map, right? So, say, say again? You know, didn't didn't the, well, whoever Max von Sydow was from the beginning, he's the one who had the true. smaller yeah. piece of the map. Very true, true. So, so it wasn't the BB-8. See, that's, a, an, an, again, who is the guy? Yeah. Uh, why did he have the map piece? We'll find that but, out yeah, in episode Yeah, it is kind of D and d right? It's like, well, you've got to have this quest yeah. to find this map piece to drive the plot. You know, I, I can... Yeah, I could kind of get your uh, your uh, apprehensions about that. Well, Chris, yeah. that's the whole reason that R2 decided to take that hibernation nap so that he mm-hmm. wouldn't be found. And people who would want to come to him, like the people that go, oh, Didi, or Jarana, they would uh-huh. think that he's like no good and useless. <laughs> yeah. And they would leave him alone. And therefore, that map would remain intact until it was needed to be seen. I guess. I guess he just, but how did he know to wake up? Uh, the, the force. Um, it, <laughs> yeah, it, you could say that it's the force. It's got to be. It's. Force. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He needed to hear C three PO's voice. Well, I will. <laughs> one of the one of the things is when he wakes up, C three PO runs over and they and they talk, and C three PO says, uh, "You found what?" So it, it almost made it sound like R two had shut down because he was searching maybe his his archives trying to find that map that was hidden inside ah, the oh. databank. I mean, I don't know. I'm just I that. Yeah, because C-3PO goes, "What'd you find?" And um, and then they start talking, and then he goes, "Oh, well, let's you know, let's go show the others." But he said That's that. That's so he said, funny because we find? have another piece right over here. Yeah, really. <laughs> what a coincidence! Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry, I kind of jumped ahead there, but uh, no, one no, of the things fine. that um, was interesting is it starts in that in this in this the word scroll that there's the Republic. And then there's the resistance, and mm-hmm. then there's the first order. So it's like the resistance is fighting the first order, but they're why isn't the republic fighting the first order? Lazy. Uh, you know, it's kind of a strange. I, think, not, I thought it was the first order was kind of in charge of the republic, like oppressing them. Right? I mean, wasn't it basically they were in kind of in charge of everything now, and so there was this small resistance. But I mean, maybe oh, I'm. Oh, maybe, maybe I, because at the end when they blow up the planet, they say something like, "We're going to get rid of the Republic because they're liars and they fund the Resistance." And I don't know. Mm. It's, it's kind of weird. I don't know how it all works. But the Resistance yeah. seemed really small. They didn't have a lot of people and a lot of ships. Yeah, that's right. That's right. There was um, like what eight or ten Titans. Yeah, it's right. It's hardly anybody smaller than in Return of the Jedi for sure. Exactly. So what happened? Yeah. Maybe they'll explain it. I don't know. Maybe it's sort of like Occupy Occupy Wall Street. Like it's sort of like that type of setup. We only got a few kids that just dropped out of school and decided they wanted to, <laughs> you know, fight. They they they're thinking of the good, but they just don't really know what's going on a hundred percent. That's what I would call the resistance. <laughs> but we'll probably find so out more about them question. in eight. Like the supreme leader Snoke. Guy, oh, who is gosh. he? That guy. Where does he come from? Is it Snoke or Snope with a P? I thought it was Snoke. Oh, I thought it was Snowden, I, so I was way I think off. Snope, Snowden. 
I think Snope is like, you know, you check that website to see if the news that you see on the internet is real or not. I I cannot stand that name. Snope or Snoke. I thought they could have yeah. done a better job. <laughs> well, Star Wars names have always been a little iffy. <laughs> now, now, let's just kind of say Kylo Ren is a really lame name. Well, I think yeah. I figured out after talking about it with my kids that that's got to be a Skywalker Solo baby. It's got to be Han and Leia's kid, right? Right. Okay. Sure. So anyway, I think I think that's where Lucas got his uh, words in when they were like, you know, maybe. Yeah. Okay, Lucas. Jar Jar. Oh man. Maybe I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they let him in the room that day. Then again, Yoda is kind of a, you know, for uh, maybe just mix up four random. Letters until you come up with something cool. Is that basically <laughs> it? Yeah, I guess. Bucket. Yeah, and, and, <laughs> and, and Snoke or Snope, whatever. Um, I I thought the design of him was kind of not so cool. It was plain. It's <laughs> yeah, very plain. definitely. I, you know, and uh, granted, we just saw the hologram or whatever, but uh, it's probably really tiny. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. And someone, what was it? I saw it was. He's, he's got a scar Sidious. across his face, right? Yeah, yeah. I read somewhere that he's uh, Darth Plagueis, the guy in the prequels where mm. the um, the Palpatine is talking to uh, yes. Anakin, and he says the his master his master learned to defeat death, and then his right. pupil killed him. Something they're saying, yeah. like, oh, maybe it's that guy since he could defeat death, maybe. and I maybe. Don't know. And he's kind of Maybe. all scarred up. I don't know. Didn't, didn't, I just hope it's not like a clone of the Emperor, because that's been... Oh, yeah. yeah. Didn't the one who played Snoke, isn't he the one that played uh, My Precious in uh, Lord of the yep. Rings? Yeah. Uh, Andy uh, Serkis. Yeah. 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 What'd y'all think about the uh, the desert scavenging stuff? I thought that was pretty sweet. It's a good idea. Because especially after the war, and yeah. all the goodies that's going to be on the planet from everybody, you know, crashing into the planets here and there. Yeah. I thought that was an awesome a lot of money. He was just hanging out, like living in the foot of an AT-AT walker. I thought that, that was awesome? like the coolest thing. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. You know, it's just lived in and just seeing the crashed storm or like in the one of the, and there's a shot in the trailer, but seeing the, the, the crash star destroyer and just being yeah. junk everywhere. That stuff yeah. was just awesome. I loved that. Loved it. Just seeing those little nods to things uh, and it, here and there, and the, and the reason I find those so cool is because you know people our age who are watching it will have mm-hmm. dusty memories of you know those days, and that's exactly yeah. what they are now. They're yeah. lying in dust, covered up, and just old fashioned. Yeah, exactly. We're older. Exactly. It's old. You know, it's, uh-huh. it's it was pretty uh, vintage. cool. Vintage. <laughs> made you feel yeah. It made you feel like you were looking at an old car show. Yeah, <laughs> you know? it was, yeah, it was great. I loved it. I, I think it was a great touch because they didn't have to do that. I think that was that was really inspired um, mm-hmm. to, sh- to show the after effects and man, yeah. I just it just makes you want to get in there and start uh, looking through all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was kind of disappointed it was a desert again, but I mean, yeah. there's yeah. got to be deserts all over the place in the in the galaxy or whatever. So yeah, yeah that's, that was okay. What did you think of uh, BB-8? I loved him. I think he kind of sounded like Wally. <laughs> yeah. I think that was pretty clearly an inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was cool. I mean, he was, he had those awesome, the awesome rolling around and stuff, very kid friendly and, uh, you know, made me want to go out and buy the toy. That's and for sure. So glad yeah. it wasn't digital. So glad it was a real thing. I know it was a yeah. real thing, which was cool. 
Yep. I think in general, the lack of uh, computer generated effects was very nice. Yeah. I think, have you, have you seen the, uh, like the behind the scenes? Have you seen any well, of that I've watched, stuff? I've watched about an hour's worth of the bonus features. I haven't seen all of it yet, but they did this, they do this really awesome stuff where like BB eight, they have a real BB eight, but sometimes mm-hmm. they'll have like, like puppeteers or rods rolling them. Yeah. 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 I saw and they, that. And they take mm-hmm. that out digitally, but they have the real BB eight and like the, uh, the junk dealer, he was like a guy in a suit, but right. then they, they they kind of added a little bit of CG on top of it. So right. it, it just made it better instead of just all of instead one of or all being, of the other. Yeah. Instead you of s- you're sitting on a green screen trying to interact with this monster. Right. Very cool. Yeah. Did, did you get yeah. to see the actor who was playing the uh, bird-like creature holding all of those uh, packages? He was. I in- saw him, but I, what what's special about him? Is that somebody? Yeah, Simon Pegg. Simon, oh, yeah, he's the, he's I, I the junk dealer. Oh, he yeah. was the he was the drug dealer. The junk the junk dealer. That was junk Simon dealer. Pegg. I thought that, that was that was Simon Pegg. Oh, I thought he was in the costume behind the guy. No, yeah, they showed in the uh, behind the scenes. He's he's that guy. Oh, I just got yeah. the rent. Now, isn't Daniel Craig <laughs> one of the stormtroopers as well? He's the one, yeah. I think he's the one where she says you're gonna. Uh, release me and walk yeah. away and he, he said no right. i'm not that's i think that's him <laughs> yeah that's so that's cool right. though yeah there's um there's a whole list of actors that was on, that were on the set and it, uh, it ought to be uh pretty cheap uh to film star wars because anybody and everybody would want to be in it probably for <laughs> yeah free, exactly. you know what i mean just put me in it i'll do it for free <laughs> yeah. i'll do it for a pepsi <laughs> jackson in it again no one cares he can be uh, the awesome. <laughs> That that was uh, one of the things about the prequels I didn't like is he used too many known faces like Samuel Jackson. Like all I see is Samuel Jackson. I don't see Mace yeah. Windu. But anyway, I kept thinking of saying, helping having him say, "Look at the big brain on Yoda." Stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The the only thing uh, about BB-8 and and, and Ray, uh, their relationship was pretty fun. The only thing that bugs me is uh, when she first saved him from that guy riding the metal horse or whatever she kind of fixes his antenna and they start rolling away and she's like you know tomorrow you're go you're going you know you're i'm getting rid of you or whatever she's like go right. away but i'm like why would you get rid of a free droid like yeah it was well, obviously really useful that's the thing you know she it was obviously valuable so yeah or you could use it for to help you but she's like nah you're, you're you can only stay tonight and i'm like it's a free droid <laughs> <laughs> I thought Ray was a really cool character. Yeah, really strong, really, really. Uh, I don't know. I, I just thought she was great. She was very Definitely. powerful and a strong and and classy young lady. Yeah, yes. yeah, exactly. And I mean, it it just kind of bothers me. I guess you guys are aware of the uh, the new you know Star Wars Rogue One is coming out, right? Okay. And did, have you watched any of the trailers for it at all? Yes, I've seen one. Yeah. Okay, so apparently the main character is a is a woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so there's this legion of people online that are like, "Oh, why did they try and shove feminism down her throat?" Blah blah. This is just terrible. Blah blah. And you know, I'm like, I didn't even think for one moment. I didn't even think about her being a a female lead character. I didn't yeah. think about it watching episode seven either. I, it's right. just like it made sense. It was just like this is the character and. She is awesome, and it's Star Wars, and you should not care about that kind of thing. I was well, it's, it's an ensemble cast too. Yeah, so it's exactly. Not even exactly. like she's the only person in the movie. You know? Right, right. I don't know. People just overreact over things like that. It's but. ridiculous to be that 
chauvinistic. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, on top really, of that, right. I was looking forward to seeing all these chicks in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> so Daisy Ridley did a really good job, though, of showing like a strength better than, and I'm going to put this out there. Luke Skywalker came out and he was like, you know, uncle, can I have dinner? No, yeah. it's not time yet. Oh, but I want to go to Tashi Station and get the parakeet. Can I yeah, go and yeah. play ball? Oh, so whiny. Oh, I know, man. he was. He's and, terrible. Oh, and then, I, you know what? I, I totally can relate. Not relate, but I, I can sympathize <laughs> with, with, uh, with Luke. I never thought he was whiny. I thought that. Oh, I thought he was annoying. You know, you know he's a guy. He's a young. He's supposed to be young. And he's, <laughs> yeah. he's forced to work for his uncle. He doesn't want to. I mean, I, you know, I, th- I thought he was sort of like a 18, 19 year old. And that's. Kind of how yeah. 18, 19 year old male like Luke, <laughs> you know, and his some of his like character establishing stuff before like the adventure actually happens. He's like sitting there on a Friday night talking to his droids. He's playing with a little action figure, uh, a little space toy. He's got that <laughs> wiping wiping snot from his nose. And then what's what is what is uh, <laughs> uh what is Ray doing? Oh, she's seeking out surviving, scavenging right. to find her own food. That's what. That's her backstory. Yeah. So of course she's gonna. Deal what a with difference, a huh? Better. I don't know. And, I love uh, Luke yeah. Skywalker, but yeah. my wife's first comment to to now she saw the movie for the first time uh, last week when I rented it, and mm-hmm. uh, her first comment was, "Nobody's teeth would be that white <laughs> if they're living like that." <laughs> Yeah, uh, that was her. That was her uh, critique for the entire film. Why, why is everybody's teeth so white? Yeah. It's like they have toothbrushes in a galaxy far, far away. Apparently, so uh, they have really good dental plans. On fluoride, the fluoride in, in the non-existent water on Jack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of Jack, who uh, and we were talking about the junk dealer. I don't know about you guys, but I, I wasn't a big fan of that design. <laughs> that guy just kind of, I don't know, something yeah. about him. I was like, Ugh. he looked like a dump truck. Yeah, yeah, weird face. <laughs> kind of cartoony. I mean, a little cartoony. Yeah, yeah. You and think, then, uh, oh, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, do you think maybe he's trying to resemble a miniature version of a uh, Jabba the Hutt kind of creature, or therefore a mix of Jabba versus uh, another monster, sort of like the uh, pit monsters? I, he, he, to me, he kind of looked like a like a street hooligan i'd been in a bunch of fights with his nose and stuff i don't know i just yeah i, I would have liked to have seen something maybe a little more alien but that's just me he was robert de niro mixed with jabba the hut yeah yeah <laughs> there you go <laughs> um i'm gonna jump ahead to uh when they meet han solo and uh the the, the gangs come on board Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, back up. Hold on. Okay, okay go ahead. <laughs> I will say this. It did not bother me that the Millennium Falcon was on Jack Hugh. That did not bother me. No, yeah. me neither. It did bother me when like five minutes after they're in outer space, boom, there's Han Solo. Yeah, yeah. I figured because she's... She One coincidence they, uh, is fine, and then that quickly thereafter kind of pushed the limits. Now, this is talking... I know there's no sound in space. Lightsabers aren't real, blah, blah, blah. But that was still pushing the limits to the story, I thought. Anyway... <laughs> No, I, I, no, I totally agree. I just kind of figured since she said uh, this ship hasn't flown in years, that as soon as they turned it on, it must have had like uh, homing beacon. Of, or something. Yeah, because because Han said later, if if we could find it, then so can. The yeah, that's true. So, 
but yeah. but okay. The, the problem with that is uh, when she says, "Oh, this hasn't flown in years." Do you think it would start up right away? Because you know, if you take a car and you don't drive it for a couple right. of years, the battery right. is dead. You know, right? Sure. But that's nitpicking, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Well, what the, what does the ship fly on? Doesn't it sh- fly on some kind of crystals? Uh, pixie from- dust. Pixie dust and and Tinkerbell. Really say, do they? they I mean, they're, yeah. <laughs> Dilithium crystals is that dilithium crystals and <laughs> methamphetamines <laughs> from the pixie dust? You can't do that. You've gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> but still, yeah, I agree with you 100. percent And then after that, you're right. So Han Solo shows up, and then the guys show up on the ship, and they fight. And then my the, I, I 100% <laughs> cannot stand the fact that there's octopuses trying to kill people on there. <laughs> yeah, that's, they're they're kind of lame. That was a little much. Yes. Yeah, and, and I then think the, that's the two what... gangs, like um, the one gang was the red, uh, whatever they were called, but their their leader was like a Scottish guy or whatever. Right. Like, mm-hmm. why wasn't he dressed like them? That was kind of crappy. We had um, Scottish and Irish on each yeah. side. Yeah. So I thought, uh, and then the Asian gang or whatever. It's like they're all Asian guys. I'm like, right. where's the eight? Where's the aliens? You know, it's uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, that was a little little disappointing. Not a big fan of that part. Yeah, but it's, I will say the uh, the humor with um, with Han and Chewie and and uh, Ray and Finn was was really funny. I think yeah. I think the overall the humor between those guys were it was always funny. Um, I don't you can definitely tell when when um, Han uh, Harrison Ford moves he's old. I mean he can't mm-hmm. really run and stuff. And right, right. But the, but the humor parts I think were were, were great. Yeah. yeah. You know, Finn, Finn was a really cool character as well. We didn't really talk about him much. Um, but I thought the whole arc of the, you know, like the deserted stormtrooper, that's a really cool yeah. Yeah. Kind of a way to start it off, you know, um, compelling. Other than just being like a, a guy. Like, I mean, they could have just totally made him raise childhood friend or something, but they didn't. Sure. They made him right. you know, tied in a totally different way. And yeah. they both got kind of caught up in this whole thing. And he uh, was really together. Fun. Yeah. Oh, he was great, yeah. Oh, John Boyega. Really good. Great guy. Great actor. And very British. There's yes, a lot of I British people. He was, I couldn't believe hearing him talk. I know. Yeah. I was like, whoa, I didn't realize that guy was that British. I mean, I know that. Maybe that's not a thing, but whatever. <laughs> that British. <laughs> There's different levels of British I could take, but when you're that British... When you're no, talking tea and crumpets, no, that's, that's, I'm out of here. His accent was serious accent. <laughs> so I mean. It's really interesting. A lot of the British actors have a real strong British accent, but they but when they act their you know American accent, you can't even tell. Sometimes it's it's pretty yeah. amazing. Oh, the yeah. first time I heard House talk outside of uh, the oh, TV yeah. show House, like Hugh Jackman too. Oh, you know, yeah, yeah, when he talks. Oh man. <laughs> Yep. Hugh Laurie, that's what I'm talking about. But yeah, Hugh Jackman Laurie, as well. Right, right. Hugh Jackman as well. Uh, I don't know if you want to jump this far ahead, but can I go ahead and destroy Maz Katana or Kanata? Oh, that's that's next on my list. Please, <laughs> I cannot wait to. It's all you. Go ahead. Chew this prune up. <laughs> this this orange with eyeballs. It's I don't get it. I know this is supposed to be the, and I'm guessing that she's going to be in all three. And she's going to be the Yoda of the group. She's a female version of Yoda. Yeah. And uh, I I like the character, but I do not like the fact that she has to have an orange 
face. A face like a dried <laughs> fruit. You don't like orange, huh? I love the color orange. <laughs> I do. I love the color, ever since Dukes of Hazard. But this thing. Yeah, yeah the, the glasses was kind of a. Yeah, it was much. Uh, it was out. It was. I've seen that too many times. And just the drawing was so Disney. Like the yeah, head is yeah. huge and then the body is all tiny. And uh, yeah, but the actress who plays her, Lupita Nyong'o, Nyong'o? How do you say her last name? Nyong'o. Sure. And <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> Lupi, I call her Lupi. Um, she did a great job because she is a great actress. But yeah. I wish they made her... She's kind of boring. Well, she, they should have made her more human. She's boring because Disney trained her to be that way. Well, I mean, the design is kind oh, of... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's sort of like this little orange wrinkly face. I think they could have made it a little more alienish, you know? Yeah. I think if they made her more human, she would have been more, more of a humanoid. Well, one, of the, one of my... Uh, I don't know. It's not a pet peeve, but I'm... I like the the more aliens and robots they have, the more the world seems so much bigger. And this one had a whole lot of humans yeah. and not a whole lot of aliens. And, yeah, you're right. Um, that's just uh, even me. even in the cantina, right? Or the exactly the bar or whatever it was. Yeah, what was the deal uh, with the checkerboard lady, the checkerboard. the circus lady, the one in the black and white outfit with the jester the uniform, one, the the one that called the bad guys? Yeah. Oh, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. That made no sense whatsoever. Oh, now I'm mad. If you just think back to, like, uh, Moss Eisley from episode four, I mean, there are, walking around, it's like there's very few humans. Right, exactly. Jim Henson, yeah. baby. Yeah, well, it could. yeah, maybe. Maybe it was just they needed more. Jim Henson. We lost I don't the know. talent. I don't know. I, I, I agree with you. I thought that was a little... A little disappointing as well. It just wasn't as. It was easy. It, it was, was kind of throughout the whole so. movie. Um, even the resistance fighters when they're in their base, yeah. there's like one alien for every five or six humans. And I would have liked to have seen more. That's just me. I mean, no, I understand. Well, you're the artist, and that that's an imagination factor that that was missing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and also the uh, the the Maz Canado, her her little castle or whatever. Yeah, so, and that this is just me. But when, when like Hans, like, don't look at anything, and then they go in, and it's just a bunch of people sitting around. There's like nothing crazy or <laughs> nothing like dangerous at all. Yeah, yeah, it's like these guys are playing a game. These guys are just sitting in a chair. These guys are playing some reggae or whatever it is, you know, and it's like, yeah. what's the big deal? And there's no, there's no danger. And it also felt really small. It, it yeah. felt like. It felt like the cantina from the first one, but it's yeah. a huge castle. It should have been like this huge, like good point. Very you know, good point. Uh, that's just me. It just seemed really small, and maybe it could have used like a big song and dance number right there. <laughs> yeah, like in the uh, remastered. Uh, <laughs> it's like the worst thing ever. And, and the other thing, uh, when um, in the in, in the. Um, the uh, first, uh, whatever, New Hope, when they go to the cantina, of course, they're walking through Moss Eisley. So there's people walking around, there's ships, uh-huh. there's all kind of stuff, and then they walk inside. This one, they kind of get out of the Millennium Falcon, they kind of walk through the woods, and then they walk up to the castle. There's like one robot outside. It would have been really cool yeah. to see more people outside, some spaceships. It just, it, it seemed like 
I want to say low budget, but that's that's kind of how they do the movies when they don't have a budget. They don't show a lot of people. They don't show a lot of background. Everything's yeah. kind of zoomed in tight. But this is Star Wars, man. They could have like really oh, yeah. made that seem like because he's like, oh, there's there's there, there's ships here. They're gonna get you out of here. Don't look at anything. But everything there's nothing there. You had uh, you had uh, a budget of two hundred and forty five million dollars. <laughs> That's what it says right here. So with that, you could have added a little more people out there. Exactly. I'm sure people would have done it for free, too. <laughs> That's okay. true. Okay, here's here's another thing that really bothered me. Captain Phasma. Yeah. Totally awesome looking. Mm-hmm. Right. Lame name. Great character design. <laughs> Did nothing in the entire in the movie. Like yes. zero. Totally had like agree. no meaningful anything in the whole thing. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Like, come on, it she just had to, she had to have a Boba Fett moment or two, you know? Yeah, yeah. They they could have had her at the beginning wiping out some more villagers or something. Yeah, or yeah, exactly. But no yeah, yeah, I totally agree. I'm hoping that in a second one she'll be like a badass or something. You Me know, too. you know the background to that? Why why she's in there? Uh. Uh-uh. No. She is. Um. Uh. J.J. Abrams is a huge Phantasma f- uh, f- fan. Oh, Phantasm, the old... Yeah, Phantasm movie. fan, sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that's the whole reason behind that Stormtrooper, and that's why she's painted the way she... Well, she's chrome, and and why she's named the way she's yeah. named. But I don't know if uh, they plan to have her do more than just be the pretty Stormtrooper. Awesome. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Unless maybe in eight she takes off the helmet and then does like her Pantene moment where the hair comes flying <laughs> out. <laughs> oh. I don't know, I just oh. think... I just hate to see a cool character like that wasted. Yeah, not yes. have it, it. It felt very Darth Maul to me. Yes, you know, I'm like I'm, such I'm, an awesome design. Oh, I'm dead in five minutes, and I just thought felt what? felt like you could use some more screen time. <laughs> yeah. That was the, that was the toy that took me the longest to find because everybody was buying that one because yeah. it was so awesome. I've got a Phasma bobblehead in our car and a Kylo Ren. Oh, cool. So yeah, <laughs> I got a one camera that, that looks like Phasma. When uh when they when they uh, <laughs> when they um oh yeah so Phasma so so uh, there's a there's a, um another scene where Kylo's when they're looking for Ray at the end a stormtrooper comes up and tells them she's not in the hangar that stormtrooper was uh, a a woman as well so, that's true there were so more really cool they, you can just tell by the voice because it's a you know female voice but it's really neat that they have more uh, more women in, inside the universe yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's not a big deal. It's not like she's all, hey, you know, it's just subtle, but it's there. So it's really cool. And that's because that's how it would be, you know, when they're at their when they're at Mass Mass Kanata's little party house, um, they they the first order blows up a bunch of planets or one big planet and some moons. I never really understood, like, what planet did they blow up? Was that like where the the Republic was stationed? Like yeah, or that I- whole that whole thing was just a little fast i thought i tried I to ignore they spent it way yeah. too much time with like i think they could have skipped i mean even like the like we we talked about like the, the gangs on the millennium falcon and all that mm-hmm. that was kind of slow there they could have just put them what take them right on to the to the next part instead and spend more time with the uh the first order like you know putting down the hammer right, that, that right. i think you know it was very short they're just and it's kind of abstracted almost when it's, oh, the, here's a planet being ex- exploding. Well, yeah, I'd like, like to have seen some more, like, act, I mean, I don't want to see more people dying. But you know what I mean? There's, there's more there's more feeling. There's, no, there's more pathos, I guess you would say. Right. Yeah, there's no weight to it. Actual, like, 
people and the you know the fear. They only had that one brief scene. Yeah, um, yeah. And it was it was pretty tame. Um, I don't know. Maybe that's skirting the PG thirteenness of it, but I don't know because like Transformers kills kills killed so many people in Chicago or whatever in the third one. Yeah, and, yeah know, but Disney's face isn't on so. the Transformers. Yeah, that's true. That's and true. that's the problem when you have Pinocchio and then you also have Darth Vader. I guess you got it. Yeah. yeah, but they, yeah. yeah, I totally agree. They could have, uh, even the people at the Masconada's little place, they watched it and they're like, oh, that sucks. You know, mm-hmm. like, uh, mm-hmm. they just blew up a planet. That's kind of a good deal. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was going to vacation you know, the there this summer. Yes. Yeah, crazy. And then um, when Princess Leia shows up in her mm-hmm. ship, uh, I have yep. to say that that ship that she showed up in was pretty lame, um, design wise. It's kind of like a long rectangle. I thought, she, you know, she's like the general yeah. princess, whatever. She it could have been a little more awesome. <laughs> I, I, I kept expecting her to ha- be in something more like um, the Naboo cruisers and stuff. I thought you right. could really have done something cool with that. Yeah. Go, go back to the Chrome big space rocket thing, but yeah, Princess yeah. Princess Leah, her performance would not be any different. <laughs> her her performance would be the same as. If she came stumbling out of a bar <laughs> and said, "Hey," it's just it was bad. It was really well, bad. You know, I, I think I, I figured I figured out why it bothers me. I think what for me, I think she got new teeth or something. It's almost like she had dentures or something. And mm-hmm. her voice, you know how like when people get the different teeth, they 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 sound a little different. Yeah, that's a I good point. Maybe, maybe she got, she new got teeth. some some teeth there because her, her mouth's real tight. She doesn't sound the same. Real Mm-mm. stiff. Uh, I don't know. Well, she's had a hard life, right? Very, I mean, she's, very hard life. She's yeah. she's had some some issues since Star Wars was over. Yeah, and, you know, I, I I think she's funny. She's super talented. She's done a lot of behind the scenes movie stuff. She's doctored a bunch of scripts, right? I mean, she's. Very talented person. She done some comedy work and things like that. She was out of her element, I think. Yeah, yeah. You know, being back into acting, I think it'd been a long time since she'd done anything. Yeah, she uh, even really. says that on the um, on the behind the scenes how she was really nervous because she she didn't yeah. feel like she was up to yeah. it. Whereas yeah. you know, like Harrison Ford, he's he's making movies every six months. Yeah, you know? yeah. He's and, in stuff all the time. So. And him keeping that role perfect. It was yeah. it was Han Solo. He really did a good job with it. It was he he was he Han was Solo. Like old again. cantankerous Han Solo. Just perfect. Perfect. Right. Absolutely perfect. Exactly. Yeah. And I love how he loved the bowcaster this time. Oh yeah, that was cool. You know, it kind of it's kind of was sad, but this was coming from the special features bit. But uh, uh, Peter Mayhew, who's Chewbacca, mm-hmm. he yeah. was unable to like do a lot of this stuff. Because he's he's got bad knee problems. Well, yeah, he's super tall. And, the and guy. So like, yeah, and they have another guy in the suit for probably most of the movie. I would guess. Yeah, that the, there was you know times where I didn't realize that, of course, because he can't tell. But his uh, name it's is just kind of sad. You know these 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 actors and actresses that that you know that's a long time ago. Oh yeah, yeah. and they were already in their fifties and such when they were doing it. So I, think it really, I think it was really cool that um, they brought Peter in to do like the uh, whenever Chewie was like hanging out or sitting down. Yeah. Um, and then they have this other young 
tall guy that does all the rest of it because they didn't yeah. have to bring him in. They could have just let the other guy do it. So I thought, yeah, but cool. they did. They wanted to, yeah, they, it was more authentic with him there. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So, the double yeah, was played by a guy named Junus Suatamo. There you go. And he and looks blonde and uh, Irish, but the name doesn't. Well, so, yeah. The only, the, the, the thing that um, I'm hoping will be explained later is, you know, so, so apparently Luke trained the Knights of Ren or whatever, and they went bad, or Kylo went bad, and maybe mm-hmm. killed a bunch of people, and now he's working for the dark side and killing more people. But it's, um, I've kind of seen that in movies before, and, you know, now Luke's the master and he's heartbroken, or he, mm-hmm. he goes and he's a hermit. Uh, and then they're gonna they're gonna bring him back, you know. But uh, if you're training somebody and they went to the dark side and started killing people, and you go and hide for five or ten years, uh-huh. everything that they do is on you. Um, and you might want to like get your butt out there and help, yeah, a little bit sooner. I think they're you... surely gonna address some of that, right? I mean, they, I all, they so. almost have to. I hope so. Because like, you know, why did you not come and fix this? Yeah, it's kind of uh, because, you know, he probably could have maybe beat him early or maybe he was like, I can't beat him. But you think you're going to be able to beat him 10 years later? No. Yeah. You know, he's getting stronger. You're getting weaker. You know, it could be they just he just figured he was out of it. He didn't know. But then if he's force sensitive, he's going to know that stuff. Right. 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 He should feel all of the all of that across the galaxy or what have you. Well, maybe he was sipping what his sister was sipping. (laughs) <laughs> it could be. You know, yeah. it could be. So when um, Finn and Han and Chewie go to the planet and they're going to uh, blow up the shields or whatever, um, it's kind of a big deal, right? But, um, you know, you might want to send more than three people. <laughs> you yeah. Know, like, yeah. what you know, what happens if they don't make it? Or yeah, uh, I was expecting know. them to send some commandos or something, too. And then so, they you know, a couple more guys. You we'll know, get it. You know, you got this 70-year-old Han Solo who's, you know, been out of the resistance apparently for a while. And uh, some guy who was a stormtrooper, um, you know, maybe you want to send some backup. <laughs> yeah. What did you it guys made, think of Finn being able to use the lightsaber pretty effectively? Uh, that's Like that's, about midway through. No, that's crap. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun, but it wouldn't have happened. Yeah. I, and then there was this stormtrooper that had like just happened to have a a weapon that was perfectly suited to battling against a lightsaber. Right, and right. he just happened to recognize Finn. You know that stuff kind of just gets me upon repeat viewing. It's like what? How? Yeah. But, uh, I really think they only put that in there because they wanted it. They wanted people to think from watching the trailers that Finn was the new Jedi guy. No, oh, sure. You know, they want they wanted that, and then oh, boom! It's it's Ray instead. Right. I could I could see like um, him knowing that he was a traitor because I would I was just kind of thinking oh if you're a bunch of stormtroopers and one of your guys goes traitor everybody might know about it mm-hmm. um, and like maybe put your picture up on the hollow screen saying ah oh, Finn's a traitor what a piece of yeah. crap you know wanted um, yeah. but the, but ha- him having that light stick is um, <laughs> big coincidence it was kind of like the the uh, General Grievous's lieutenants or whatever when they had those. Yeah, little, exactly. Little pod things that right. know, had the shiny stuff on the ends where they could fight them too. Now like, they they could have fixed they could have fixed that if um like in that opening battle scene if one of the stormtroopers had one of those. Yeah, there you go. So you, you had just seen put them in you, there throughout yeah. the movie. Sure. Yeah. So it wouldn't be such a oh where'd that come from? 
They should have just had us on as consultants, Chris, <laughs> exactly. Kevin. Yep. We could have tweaked it, and it had been perfect, you know? I would have been useless. <laughs> I would have been useless. I'd be like, more chicks. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what do you think? Uh, so the scene with Han and uh, Kylo. What, you know, the first time you saw it, did you know it was going to go down that way? I felt it, and I did not know that he was going to yeah. get when I when I, I didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah, but I had figured that. Well, and, and maybe I'm wrong, but the the three main characters from the original trilogy are going to die in each different movie. They oh, they just man. are. I hope yeah. not. So, and I was just thinking to myself, please. Don't let it be Luke first. I could oh, not yeah, take, yeah. right? Because he's like, Han yeah. Solo was like your big brother. You know what right. I mean? But Luke Skywalker was the one you wanted to be, right? Right. right. Yeah. So anyway, so I figured it's got to be Harrison Ford. It's got to be Han Solo's going to die in the first one because he's the oldest one. And he's the one at least, I don't know, I guess because he's not, well, I guess Leia's not either. That's expanded. It's just like he's like not into the force stuff, right? He doesn't really care about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's just a so guy. I thought they would probably keep Leia around because she was the mom and she was the twin and you know descended from Darth Vader, so she had more of the family lineage of the force or what have you. Sure. So it almost had to be Han Solo that was going to die in this one, right? Yeah, that's a good point. I um how having said that, it was kind of a surprise when it happened. Yeah, yeah. I, I I didn't expect that that's how he would die. Yeah. I thought it would just be a random heroic sacrifice to save, you know, the new generation or something like that. And it wasn't. It was far more meaningful. Yeah. It was so I, I thought it was I thought that was great. Yeah, it was a very powerful scene. Yeah, and, I, uh, uh, I still yeah. get kind of choked up a little mm-hmm. bit about that. Yeah. Third time, yeah. I am um, going into it. You know, I had heard that Han Solo hated Star Wars and blah blah blah, and he, you know, and he wanted to die in the um, second one or first one, right? Or whatever. Right. Yeah. Um, so I kind of thought, you know, maybe they kill him. And then mm-hmm. when he went out to talk to him, I was like, oh crap, please don't. Yeah. Please don't. That's and that's then it, funny. and then it kind of looked like you know, oh, his son's going to turn around. That's pretty. That's pretty emotional. Yeah. And then when he, then he, I was like, oh no! And the, the thing with me is, um, I I don't I don't mind that he died, but as a as kind of like a fan of the Star Wars universe, I always figured that they wouldn't kill those the main characters because then you could always have your own stories in your mind, like. If if say this movie ended and Han Solo flew away, well then you could be sitting at home thinking, oh well, I wonder what Han mm-hmm. Solo did after the movie. But no, sure. he's dead. He's dead. Right. It's over. You know. Well, and if they kill Leia and they kill Luke, it's like that's the end. And I get it. I mean, it's kind of a, a closure. Yeah. But as far as like the like as uh, I don't know. It's it it's kind of neat to have that open in a way where you can oh they're still out there having their adventures. No, no, Han's dead. <laughs> right. right and what's yeah. the Wookiee gonna do yeah <laughs> I, I would have I, I liked how um, Chewie started shooting everybody and he shot Kylo Ren I would have oh, liked have it. you have... seen that cartoon that has been going around no no okay I, it's I'll send you a link maybe we can put it in the show notes or whatever it is it is this brilliant a piece of well it's, it's not a cartoon it's it's like a 
it's a it's a comic, it's sequential art, whatever you want to call it. But it's it's just called Ben. And so it's got it's 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 got a bunch of scenes of Chewbacca with like he's holding a little baby solo. He's <laughs> holding the like in the first panel, he's holding the baby with Han next to him or something. And then the next one, uh little oh. Ben is a little older and they're playing together. Uh-oh. And then a little the next one, they're you know, he's like a teenager and he's like sitting, he's got his arm around him because he, and you just think maybe he's having a problem with his parents. Right. Yeah. You know, so, but his buddy Chewie's with him. And then the Um, next one, he's walking off from Chewie and then it forwards to the movie, like the scene. And so it's got like, you know, Han and Han and Kylo out there. And then the, the big shot where he kills his father. And then there's a scene of it. It goes to Chewie. And he's got his crosshairs lined up right on Kylo Ren's forehead, oh. and then he, and then he, then he, then he kind of puts his head down, and then he, sh- and then he puts down, just shoots him in the side. It is so powerful. Oh, it's wow. just like you know, that's why he didn't shoot him. That's his buddy. He was like Uncle Chewie to that kid. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just think of the the pain there for him as well, and Leia. I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm getting all just thinking about it, but yeah, just. Oh man, that, yeah, that's, that's awful just to think about that. I would have liked to have seen Chewie go berserk even more. Like, I, yeah, I, yeah. I think it would have been great if they had another twenty stormtroopers there, and then he yes, just, we could have just thrown him over the edge. Yeah, because you know that's <laughs> what he would do. But there's only right. like five, you know, and and I think they could have really like mm-hmm. it, he kind of got mad, and then he and then it was over. But if they well, would have, if you think like when they dropped him in carbonite, when they dropped Han in carbonite, yeah, that's what he does. He goes berserk. Right. Right. You know. I think yeah. they could have played that up a lot better. Um, yeah, probably You're probably right. But the uh, the really cool part, uh, well, I mean, the really cool part, but a, a neat part was when um, Kylo was talking to Han, and he's like, "I need you to help me," and uh, I, I'm I'm torn, and it's like, "Oh man, he does want to be good, but it's not. He wants to be bad. He wants yeah. to get rid of." I know. It's, it's really. really cool. it, oh man, it really turns it on to its its head, doesn't it? Yeah, I didn't really see that coming. Uh, I yeah. was like, "Oh, he's okay. He's kind of like Darth Vader, but no, it's he wants to be bad." Well, that whole scene. I mean, even the the background and like the the catwalk and all that. It reminded me of uh, the big reveal in Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was very reminiscent. You know, yeah. I, I thought that they were clearly. Going back on that, um, yeah, but. definitely. The in battle scene was just like the uh, trench run. They even had flying through the trench. Uh, <laughs> yeah. As yeah. Th- at that point, I was kind of like, "Oh, come on, come on, come on!" But we, you know, we kind of talked about that. But I, I had that in my notes. That part was a little, uh, and there was hardly any spaceships either. There was only like seven X wings and like, right? Really, the is, best that, is X, that it? The best X wing <laughs> stuff. The best like space fight was actually. Over the water and in what's what is it? What's the planet where? Um, oh, uh, I don't even know where the cantina blah 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 is. And I, uh, we'll just say blah blah where blah, they blah. landed. You know, we yeah. were talking about it earlier where the temple thing was. Yeah, my, Masconatus, so, Yeah, that. Yeah, that was actually the coolest space yeah. fleet. You know, because it, it was longer. It felt like definitely. Um, and it looked uh, those X wings coming in off the water looks. So oh awesome. yeah. That was so cool. That was the design cool. of the X wings is really nice too. I mean, it, it yeah. felt like a again back to that natural progression of, you know, here's the newer model of what what, what has already been working. So yeah. I, right, I like that a lot. yeah. At, at the end, uh, 
when Ray when they get back to the the base or whatever and everybody's excited and and uh Leia comes out and hugs hugs Ray. Um two things. Um I know I mean it's just nitpicking stuff but uh I would have liked to have seen Leia be a little bit more emotional. Um mm-hmm. and yeah. then the other thing that 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 stuck out and it doesn't matter in any way but Ray's kind of standing there by herself and, and Leia walks up and they hug. And I'm guessing like Ray assumed that that was Princess Leia, but mm-hmm. she didn't even know who Han was. Like when he was on board, she's like, I right. thought Han was this. So how would she know yeah. that that's Princess Leia? How would she know that they're connected? You know what I mean? It's because mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, mean, I hear you. Not, there was a, a lot big... of that. There was a lot of that, you know? Yeah. I, yeah. I, uh... A lot of intuition for some reason. I, I expect yeah. you know, and there's a big there's a bunch of people that are like, why didn't Leia uh, hug Chewbacca at the end? <laughs> Weren't they the two people who loved Han the most? Oh right, right, right. right. Yeah, you know yeah. that's who he, that's who she should have hugged. I think no, so was she going just on walks there. right past her for the new character. So yeah, um, that's true. That's true. <laughs> and um, the other thing, uh, I'm just getting to the end of my notes real quick. Whenever they're flying places, they it, it, they seem to get there really fast. Mm-hmm. Like, w- you know, the, when they go to the 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 Masconadas, he's like, "Oh, we're there," and then they go to the big Death Star. "Oh, we're there," and then <laughs> they fly to find Luke, and they're like, "Oh, we're there." There's like no no time. I mean, I don't know if that's how it's supposed to be, but it just seemed really fast. And that's yeah, good. Did. I didn't think about that until you said it, and that's true. In the first three movies, four, five, and six, there was a a time there was given time for distances. Yeah. Well, just think how long they were in leaving Tatooine before they got to where Alderaan had been. Yeah. They right. trained it's like and- a long time. He trains and they have the checker match and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And I, and I mean, I get it. They're just trying to speed up to get to the next thing, but mm-hmm. uh, you know, it wouldn't hurt to slow down a little bit. And then I, I got my notes out of order when, um, when they get to where Princess Leia is and Chewie is getting bandaged up, there's a lady that's like bandaging him up and he's like growling and she's like, Oh, you're, you're so brave. You're so brave. You, I'm sure, you know, you did fine. And I don't know if she's somebody that we're supposed to recognize because in the deleted scenes, right. Yeah. And in the deleted scenes, she goes up to, uh, uh, Ray who's looking at Finn like on his medical bed and she's like, Oh, your friend's going to be fine. But it's almost like she's got a distinctive look. And I don't know if she's somebody that was in the earlier movies or if she's supposed to be somebody. I was just curious. Cause I don't know. I think there may, I think there was actually a lot of stuff left out that might've explained some of these things, but yeah, it um, makes you wonder how long the movie could have been if the, the original yeah. cut was given. Yeah, that's, that's true. And then, uh, so at the end, she goes to Luke. She walks up there, and he's standing there. And then she holds out the lightsaber, and then, bam, it's over. Yeah. And uh, so, so, so <laughs> when, when, I, when I was watching it, um, you know, I'm thinking, first of all, I didn't think they would go find him at, in, at, in the first movie. I thought maybe that'd be the second movie. Yeah. So, so when they take off to go find him, I'm like, okay, that's how it's going to end. Oh, no, wait. They're actually going to go find him. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, how long is this movie? Because that's uh, what I what, said. It too. What's going to happen next? And then so they find him. I'm like, holy crap, it's Luke. And then bam, the end. I'm like, oh, you yeah. sons. Of- yeah. Oh, that's so, you know, it's like 
So right. then I'm like, when's the next movie coming out? It's like two years. I'm like, wow. I would have loved that, that is the exact reaction I had. I was I was watching the whole time. I was like, when is Luke gonna be in this? When is right. Luke going to show up? Where's Luke? And I really thought when um that he was gonna be the one that was gonna grab the lightsaber at the very end yeah. and be and come and, and beat Kylo Ren and take him away or whatever. But uh, they didn't go that way, and so I was like, "Well, that's it. We're not going to see Luke at all." And then, bam, there he was at the very end. So, yeah, um, I, I'd love to have seen him a little more, honestly. I hope he didn't get the same pay rate everybody else did. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been terrible. <laughs> it would have. It would. Or if he had the same. Well, I guess he grew up in Empire and then and Return of the Jedi. But if he had that same childish voice. Mm-hmm. When he turns around and goes, oh, I, I don't want the lightsaber. I don't want right. to fight again. Yeah, uh, interesting uh, of, uh, uh, movie movie making trivia. Where they filmed that scene is like uh, an island. I th- I think it's off maybe Ireland. I can't remember. So because it's off Ireland, it's an old monk. Uh, like some monks went there and built that old um, monastery. Like. Yeah, hundreds, the stairs of years ago, but to get there, they had to fly a helicopter. So you think about like for that scene that he was in, he had to fly to Ireland or wherever, take the helicopter to that island, and then hike all the way up those scary steps, and then stand there for like five minutes, like <laughs> all that yeah. traveling that yeah. you know that he had to do and the crew had to do just to film that. That's pretty cool. Right. That's a lot of work. That's right. a lot of work for that. Did you, I remember. <laughs> thing at the end of the trailer for Rogue One and uh, it had there was somebody talking and sitting next to him was was Mark Hamill just sitting there staring at the camera oh. and uh, she was asking him what do you think what do you think about the new are you excited blah 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 and he just staring at the camera and then <laughs> he's doing his minutes, role. He's like, oh I'm sorry I'll, I, I'm just used to staring at the camera meaningfully for about five minutes at a time <laughs> 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 Okay, so um, real quick, so um, what do you think um, about the? What do you think the second one's going to be? I, I haven't read anything, so I'm just going off what I think. But do you guys have any thoughts about what or what you'd like to see? More Luke Skywalker. <laughs> well, we got to see Ray being trained. Obviously, that's going to be a big part of it. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I don't know. I mean, there's, there's. Sure, Kylo Ren. What what's with him? You know, I I, I don't know. I have no idea. No. I, I just hope it's uh, enough. I I think now it is safe to go ahead and be like a departure from beats that are previous in in the previous movies. Sure, sure. You know, we we hewed so close to the formula for the for Episode Seven. Everybody's on board now. We right. all get it. We're 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 with it. We want to know what's next. So I think they could kind of go a little differently, maybe do some different stuff with that. If they end up being like on an ice planet at the very beginning, that's going to be weird. Uh, it's going to yeah. be quite coincidental. <laughs> Might be a little too much. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the thought that uh, that Ray is a drop of golden sun. And <laughs> no, I'm trying to get up here. I would think that Ray is related to Luke Skywalker somehow. Maybe it's his daughter. Or I don't know. I think it's better if she just nobody. 
Well, I have a yeah. feeling she's got to be in the blood. They're going to change this to all in yeah, the family. Yeah, because she's a force person, and she they left her on that planet. So she Somebody has all those midi chlorins, whatever the hell they call them. And oh, don't don't get me started on that. Man. Yeah, <laughs> she's loaded with them. <laughs> and uh, she, and then I also think since uh, Kylo is is uh, obviously his sister, or I'm sorry, cousin, cousins, and yeah. And I think that's what's going to happen. It's just going to get Maybe. worse. And and since she's more powerful than he is, you know that's that's got to really bring a guy down. Uh, well, he granted he was like hurt really bad. Oh, he oh was. man, I almost forgot. Like probably my favorite part of the entire thing <laughs> was when he was hitting himself in his in his oh, wound, yeah. and he was feeding off of that pain and anger yeah. to make himself more powerful. That was yeah. so awesome. Yeah. But like yeah. that right there was just the perfect thing about like how the dark side is supposed to work and what have you. I just thought that was so fantastic. Yeah. Uh, they didn't have to, he didn't, have, they didn't have to say anything. And it was like perfect for, I don't know. I don't, maybe it was like your average movie goer. It was confusing. But to me, as someone who had, you know, thought about all that kind of stuff for the past 30 some odd years, it was, it was just so awesome to see that on the, Right. Pain, uh, what does Yoda say? Pain, pain leads to hate. Hate leads to uh, pain suffering. leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads right. to suffering. Something like that. Yeah, I liked how he, how he was. Uh, they were they were fighting, and she was actually doing better than she she would have. But um, mm-hmm. and then he's like, "You need a teacher," you know. So <laughs> it's just kind of like he was playing with her, you know. No, I don't. I'm taking you to school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was the actual yeah. script. Yeah, that, that, she said that. That was in the subtitles somewhere. And he says, do I have to force choke a bit? No, I didn't say that. <laughs> I did not like – this is another thing I didn't like. I did not like the whole, um, oh, I can read your mind bit. Oh, oh I know. Yeah, that like, came on Has too anyone in the previous movies ever showed some – I mean, I, influencing someone's actions, They've we've seen that before. But as far as like plucking thoughts directly from someone else, the only yeah. instance of that I can even think of is on the in the the Death Star two when Vader is uh, trying to pull information from the front to find out where he's hiding, and he finds out that he's got a sister. Oh and right, that's right, the only right. Thing right. I can think of at, at all, but uh, you yeah, know, I just like, Kylo Ren's like pulling out like detailed information for people's heads yeah uh i just thought that was maybe a little much kind of like too strong yeah or just like not not established before you know and and for him to be so effective at it i don't know i just figured he was uh he was just better uh at the dark side than vader because he could hold that laser blast in midair and oh yeah that's i I just i just thought maybe uh snope or scope or whatever was uh Scope. He'd had longer training and stuff. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. But he's still pretty young. But uh, yeah. Imagine uh, what he'll be like in by the ninth one. Jeez. Yeah. Hey, do you think uh you think they'll kill him off in the second one or wait till the third one? Third. Or will they kill him? I don't think they'll kill him off. I think he'll wreck him. Yeah. Like Darth I, Vader did. I hope I, I don't know. Probably. I, I kind of expect I I kind of expect him to turn. In yeah. the second one, back to the good, and then you know, fight scope, Snoke. fight Snoke in the in the third one, and then uh, so in the third one, maybe uh, him and Luke will fight 
Skook, Skoke, and then Luke and Skoke will die. Yeah, I think I could. Yeah, I can see that. Wow, that's depressing. We've got it all figured out. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's interesting. Uh, I, I could kind of see uh, Luke uh, fighting both of them, and um, yeah, that would be maybe, awesome as maybe well. Like all three end up dying or something. Well, or maybe Luke can't kill his nephew. Yeah. Can't bring himself to do it. You know that kind of thing. I don't know. All in the family, just like all in the family. You got Archie, who is uh, Kylo Ren. <laughs> yeah. Edith, yeah, who wait is a long Princess time. Leia. It's all in there, man. Yeah. So uh, Rogue One, I saw one trailer. Uh, looks pretty cool. Uh, yes. It looks like a pretty cool little kind of actiony uh, thriller. Maybe I'm not. I can't quite remember. Doesn't she go pretend to be a Tie Fighter pilot or something? Well, that she shows up in one at the end. Uh, okay, like a, okay. A type of, uh, do, do we know what the story is supposed to be about? It's just one movie, right? There's st- yeah, they're one movie. They're stealing. Okay. It's about the group that stole the plans for the first Death Star. Ah, okay, awesome. okay. Cool. You know, the ones that got it into R2-D2's. The Bothans. Basically. No, the Bothans was from Death Star 2. In oh, 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 my bad. This is just whoever got it to uh, okay. Captain Antilles on the Tannic 4 there at the beginning of. So, okay. so we'll sorry, see Darth I'm, Vader then. Yeah, trivia. We'll see That's Darth awesome. Vader in this one, right? Oh, maybe. Possibly. Uh, that'd be it, awesome. It's, it's rumored that that might be the case. Oh, that'd be cool, like a little cameo, like he's oh, in. I wonder somewhere. if James Earl Jones will do it again. Oh man, that would be the awesomest thing ever. That would be so cool. And there, and supposedly there's like a young Han Solo. Oh, uh, is being cast now. I'm not sure if they're going to be in this movie or in. One of the other spinoff movies. Yeah, there's supposed to be a Han Solo movie, I thought. Like, Oh, boy. Might be. Might one be, for Han Solo, one for Boba Fett, and then... Yeah, I've heard of the Boba Fett. Uh, I'm kind of done with Boba Fett. What? Well, I think the the, <laughs> the prequels, since he was the... Cl- yeah. They, they His dad or whatever was like the guy they cloned, so... <laughs> uh, well, I watched a lot of the Clone Wars cartoon in, in the Boba Fett guys are in it a lot so they, i think they overkilled it yeah it could be could be I but, but they, but they might he's he's pretty cool character he is got that awesome armor yeah i'd like to see some chewbacca movie yeah that'd He'll, be good yeah he'd be with the han solo the wookies i guess he would be oh, i would guess he would be i don't know it'd be kind of weird having han solo without chewbacca it would and then i, I mean, want to see a watu movie meet you know yeah I want to see a movie all about Watu. <laughs> hey, come here. Uh. <laughs> come here and show you something. <laughs> or something. Well, they have could to call be... it irritating stereotypes. It, that's right. Call it stereotypical. <laughs> and we could have Scope fight Listerine. And then <laughs> that'll be the end of all the movies. That'll be perfect. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited. I think it's pretty cool that... Uh, Every year there'll be one. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I like it. I mean, if they can do it with superhero movies and still keep making good ones. Yeah, I mean I there's don't, so, I don't mind. There's so many stories you could tell. It's yeah. it's pretty much unlimited as long as you uh do a good job. I mean you can Get do some decent anything. writers. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. It's all owned by Disney. I'm kind of excited to not to for Rogue One because it's it's like I don't think there's gonna be lightsabers. You know, it's not gonna be like force users. Oh it's sure. just like good commandos, point. right? It's just yeah. like Soldiers, so or spies, I guess. In this case, infiltrators. So uh, yeah, I'm kind of excited to see what that'll be like. That'd be a nice break, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
One of my favorite Star Wars things is at you said you watched the Clone Wars cartoon, right, Chris? Yes. Did you watch like the animated one or like the computer generated one? Uh both. Okay. You know the where they introduced General Grievous where there's that that um a ship full of clone w- troopers that are going in and they're trying to rescue the Jedi that are being held held uh, by General Grievous. And there's like that, that team moving in. It's like some, some of the best oh, cool yeah. Star Wars stuff ever is when they sneak around and they're yeah, yeah. doing all this stuff to break in and do all that. I, I, I want to see more of that kind of thing. Sure. There's some there's great. some really uh in, in the in the Clone Wars, there's some some really cool stuff. Um mm-hmm. The whole problem with, with for me is like the Jedi's are like generals and stuff. They don't know anything about leading an army. They're Jedi's, right. you know that that's kind of not supposed but, to be to that, right? Right. You know, it's like you right. have this army and a prequel charge, yeah. totally different than a Jedi in the original. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, like <laughs> they know war tactics and how to lead an army. I'm like, uh. but uh, but there's some there's some pretty cool stuff in there. They. They do a neat job of sort of tying in the uh, the movies. The uh, uh, you can kind of see Anakin getting more frustrated and, and angry as the series goes along and stuff. So mm-hmm. it's kind of cool. Yeah, I, I couldn't stand it at first, um, and the more I kind of watched it, I was like, "Oh, it's kind of cool." Some right. of it's a little uh, grows but, on you. Yeah, yeah. Any last thoughts, uh, guys? I just you know it worked. It it totally worked on me. It uh, it got me back into the Star Wars thing. I mean, I we bought the new Star Wars video game. I bought a couple Star Wars toys. It uh, it did exactly what Disney wanted it to do. I think is yeah. to get those lapsed uh, Star Wars fanatics like me to be back on board. Uh, it worked. I loved it. it. It wasn't perfect. Absolutely was not perfect, but uh, it was really good, high quality, and uh, definitely better than anything in the prequels. And uh, I just. I'm excited to see where it goes from here. Definitely. My um, uh, Mark said it exactly the same way I would. I would just add it was like a family reunion, seeing yeah. everybody back together again. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Again, yeah. I would like to see more Luke Skywalker, like you said too, Mark. But uh, yeah. And did you guys by chance see? Um, it's it's on the special features. It it showed the the cast reading. Oh yeah, having yeah. all the cast together for the first time. No, I didn't see that yet. Man, I would what I wouldn't have given to have been in that room. Oh, that right? would have been fun. That would have been amazing. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. And the cool part was they had Mark Hamill doing the narrator part since he didn't really have a speaking role. Yeah, he read he was yeah. the narrator. And the guy was like wiping his eyes at the end when it was all over. I just think those people, yeah, you know, that's such a big part of their lives. I mean, it's sure it's a part of our lives too. Yeah. But I mean, that's like that's like what they're known for. That's their fame all wrapped up, right? Yep. And to be doing this again so many years later, having such a powerful influence on uh, cinema and and on legions and uh, you know multiple generations of fans, that's got to be special for them to be doing that. I mean, I can't think of anything that would be better as an actor than that. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just like you guys, I think it's uh, I think it's I think it's a really fun movie. Uh, you know, despite all the things I mentioned, that's just me uh, taking notes and stuff and just thinking about it. Uh, I do kind of feel like the movie makes the it could have made the universe a little bigger. It it kind of feels small to me, but um, I had a I had a blast every time I watch it. I have fun, uh, and I uh, yeah, man, I can't wait to see uh, see what comes next. It kind of makes me want to you know go have my own little adventure. 
Absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, where can uh, where can the listeners find out more about you guys? Go ahead, Kevin. Oh, you can find me at zerbinator.wordpress.com for music and podcasts. Anything you need. Some really good stuff he's Thank, been doing lately. Yeah, like 50 Thank podcasts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The latest 80 to 89 was really funny. And you guys are all, you're both on the League of Extraordinary Podcasters, right? <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's, that's fun. That was a good one, too. Now, didn't you guys just record a new one? Just number did. Two. Yeah, number two. Good deal. Looking forward to that. It's almost finished being edited once I start. <laughs> oh yeah, well, it's it's practically done. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, Mark. Uh, yeah, you can find my stuff at markalley.com. I've been uh, blogging there. I've got my second book is actually out now. Yes. Um, it's out on Kindle. Nice. Uh, so you guys can check that out. It's got illustrations by some guy named Christopher Tupa. Who? I don't know. That guy he did, a, he did a fantastic <laughs> job on the on the illustrations. They were perfect, Chris. Awesome. I, I'm publicly thanking you because those have been people have commented about the pictures more than they have commented about the book. <laughs> oh, well, that so, was, was, was fun. Thanks for letting me do that. Yeah, they they turned out really nicely, and I appreciate that. But oh, sure. uh, you can uh, yeah check out my stuff there. Uh, I just posted a new thing. I I I did a presentation at a local comic con uh, about being geeky when I was a kid and kind of learning to get through that and what I learned to grow about getting out of that kind of stage in my life but uh i put it all on youtube and it's on my blog oh, as well cool. uh, so you can listen to that if you want nice um, but that's basically it awesome. what what is uh the link again for the book the newest uh, it's book. called don't stop the geekin it's on amazon okay uh, for kindle don't stop the geekin the first book is called i was geeky when geeky wasn't cool right and it's available on kindle and in paperback as well okay yeah, um, I've actually read both of them, both Mark's Yay. books, and um, it's he's a great writer. And they're very they're very fun sort of slice of life as you know when he was a kid, and uh, super jealous because I can't really remember any of that stuff from when I was a kid. I wish I could write a book like that, um, but it's it's never once did I read it and think, oh, this guy can't write or this could have been better. It, it's it's so polished and um, it has a, it has his voice. It. it it doesn't feel generic or anything. It, it's, you can tell that uh, it's got heart and soul, and it's really cool. Um, Thank and, you, Chris. Oh, definitely. And um, cool. Kevin does awesome podcasts. Um, they're all well done. Uh, I listen to them at work and uh, laugh out loud quite a bit. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. <laughs> and as for me, uh, you can find my art podcast at ctupa.com. And uh, thanks for uh, joining us on this episode of TupaCast. And we'll uh, check you next time. Maybe may everybody. May the force be with you. May the force be with you. listening to TupaCast. TupaCast can be found on iTunes or at ctupa.com slash TupaCast. 
If you have a topic idea for a podcast or would like to be a guest on TupaCast, email tupacastpodcast at gmail.com. Feedback and comments are also welcomed at iTunes and via email. We hope you have enjoyed listening to TupaCast. Bye!